0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now, on to the show. We were talking about the emotional development in our kids. And one of the things I was thinking that is so interesting is you've got your two older girls and then you've got your two little guys. And it's very different how our kids develop emotionally, whether they're boys or girls. Girls mm-hmm. tend to get more, typically, girls tend to get a little bit more weepy and, um, you know, maybe they'll cry more, whereas boys tend to get more angry and physical if they're frustrated about something. And so it it mm-hmm. really is um, kind of a different ball game when it comes to teaching them emotionally. I, I, um, You know, I only have girls, but my husband, I know he he still is like, why are they crying? And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It's girls. It's what girls do. Um, I think I kind of messed him up because I'm not a crier at all. I mean, it takes a lot for me to cry. My girls cry much more easily than I do. And so he, my husband never had sisters and then he married me who doesn't cry. So then when our girls get emotional about stuff, he's like, what is happening (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> I'm like, that's normal for girls. <laughs> I am not normal, apparently. Um, but anyway, it is so different in how we treat our kids and how we how we develop them and disciple them emotionally. But I think when it comes to spiritually and developing them spiritually, that's very much the same with boys and girls. Talk yeah. about how we can really work to develop our kids spiritually in those preschool years.
1: I think that the first thing... That we have to recognize, just like we talked about last time, about just recognizing that the preschool years, even though culturally they're viewed as just an early academic start, that if we redefine what it is, then we're focusing on them developing as people. We're looking at these years as foundational to their mental, their emotional, their physical development. Their you know, be, this beginning of virtue is where you know we're planting those seeds of virtue, but also, you know, God's word. And so I would say the most important thing that we do with our children in the preschool years is begin to help them know who God is, give them questions and answers about their faith that will not only help them understand who God is, His nature, and um, the role that He should play in our lives, the role of the Holy Spirit, um, the sacrifice of Christ, all of those things, like giving those answers to them helps to understand their faith that they're being raised up in, but also gives them an answer when they do get older and they do start to have doubts and challenges and stuff. So it's, a, it's an apologetics of the early years for their own hearts is so important because the world, the culture right now is real loud about everything that's not true. And it's it's almost it's absolutely a celebration of what is evil. And so our children, especially our preschoolers that are growing into this world, it's scary. And the world is absolutely beginning to hate what is true and good and beautiful. And at least in the media, um, in the way that things are being like promoted and in the propaganda of all of it, um, and so we have to give our children, you know, the the breastplate of righteousness and the sword of truth and all those things. Like they need to know God's word; it needs to be planted in their heart. So, practically speaking, that looks like first of all. Discipling your children. So I know, like, I did not grow up in a Christian home. I was public school educated. Um, I was not discipled. And I came to Christ when my girls were very young. And so I was trying to figure out what it meant. Like, once I knew the Lord and had a relationship with Him, I realized how important it was to teach my children what's true and give them a foundation in truth. But I had no idea what I was doing. Like, None of it, you know, like, what is discipleship? Like, what does that even mean? And how do you disciple a four-year-old? Like, I, I haven't been discipled was where I was at that point. So just remembering that, like, everything is about the gospel. And when your child, you know, has the tantrum, and they've recovered from the tantrum, by whatever, you know, speaking to them, like as we, as we talked about last time, and about their, you know, giving them the language for the tantrum, for their language, you know, for their emotions, how they're feeling, setting those boundaries, having reasonable expectations for their behavior when they are upset. And then when all the emotions have settled and everyone's moved past that, presenting the gospel, you know, sometimes. I get, mommy gets that mad too. Like I want to punch something or kick or scream and cry. Like I get that frustrated too. And it's okay for me to be angry, especially when it's something that like, it's an offense. I should be angry about it. Like being angry is not bad, but whenever I hit or scream at someone and say unkind words when I'm angry, that is sin. And so sin is when we break God's law and God's law says that we are to be good and true and to love everyone. And so whenever mommy breaks God's law, because I do it all the time, then I have to tell God that I'm sorry and repent of that behavior and then ask him to help me not to be ugly anymore. And every time mommy messes up, that's what, and then to get into like, and Jesus died for my sins. And so that's how I'm able to talk to God and the Holy Spirit helps me not to sin anymore or to repent when I do sin. And so obviously you like, you know, make that shorter and smaller and, you know, however old your child is, but just, yeah. you know, pointing their heart, like modeling for them in your own weaknesses What it looks like to need a Savior and to turn away from our sin, to recognize our sin, to admit our sin, to apologize both to the person we sinned against, those who witnessed it, and then God himself, and just modeling that on an age-appropriate level over and over and over again and using God's Word to correct them. Um, And then also like a little bit of theology, like, um, who made me? God made me. Who made everything, God made everything. And just giving them again the language for their faith from a very early age and making what you believe a fundamental part of the culture of your home, not something that's just, you know, mommy goes and sits in the corner and says, be quiet because she's doing Bible study. And I I mean I say it that way because I definitely, you know, I struggle with it as well. Because You know, our faith is personal and we have to have a one-on-one relationship with God, but our children have to see that and they have to see what it looks like to sin and repent, to need Christ, to, um, you know, need to be led by the Holy Spirit, to be humble, ask for forgiveness, apologize. Like just living our faith out loud, even when it's normally not something that would be out loud, it might just be something in your heart, but confessing that to your child in an appropriate way right. and helping them to understand that like nobody's perfect everybody messes up and we all fall short of the glory of god but because of christ we get to confess our sins to him and we're already forgiven yeah. and you know and through the power of the holy spirit we can know what is good and true and seek those things instead and just again be intentional about it is what it all comes down to